Good morning, good afternoon, definitely good morning to the person that I got behind the scenes right now. But welcome everyone, this is James Hicks to another edition of ITN Live, Infotainment News Network. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get started with this, right? This I, I got a guy back here and I really want to pick his brain and he, he's, he's a, a, a definite someone who I think you will get a lot of interest from, a lot of, a lot of insight from as well. Alec Johnson. Lifelong creator, designer, problem solver, author, entrepreneur, father, all the good stuff, right? Uh, he started his content creation journey really as an exercise in self-discipline. He's a professed recovering perfectionist who's had an extensive career in a variety of disciplines, including engineering, technology, and finance. We're not going to go down those paths today. We might. Who, who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows where I may pivot the conversation? But today I want to focus primarily on the mindset focus of Alec, right? The fact that, you know, failure is not an option, but rather a requirement for personal growth. That being said, let's go ahead and get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Alec Johnson, how are you, sir? I'm very well, thanks, James. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, man, definitely, definitely. We got, we got some folks in the building already. Let me make sure to oh, look at it. I'm already got my, my comments and my branding. All right. I, I, I wanted to make sure it was right because I, I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble with the recovering perfectionist as well. <laughs> just, just two pixels to the left. <laughs> it probably is, right? It's probably not centered, yeah. right? And and you're going to get me for that in, in the in the comments or somewhere. And we got Elysio Way here. How are you, sir? We got Mr. Riley in the building. Uh, look, at, look at all these folks jumping in. Look at, you got some fans as well. Glenda's in the house. Oh, hey, Glenda. Rabbi David Paskin. So I'm wondering, again, so we are doing a early beta of some functionality using uh, restream.io. So can someone please say if we are actually streaming on, on Alec on his channel as well? If so, and if these comments are coming in from, from his channel, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of people actually on, uh, on my, uh, my channel. So Glenda and uh, Rabbi David. Awesome. So are there comments coming right now? The comments that they're leaving, are they coming from, from your channel? It, it looks like they are actually. Yes. Dude. Yeah. All right. This, this is pretty cool. Right. Yeah. I will stop talking crap about restream.io now because we, we have kind of broken the mold here and we've got one stream pushing out to all channels and all of the comments coming in. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So Greg says he's watching it on your channel. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so is Glenda. Let me let me stop, pause, and kind of rewind a little bit. I, I'd like for you to tell folks who don't know who you are a little bit about you. You can go into the elevator pitch if you want to. You can go into the long um, the mon monologue. But I just want folks to get kind of an understanding before we start in terms of who Alec Johnson is, if you don't mind. Cool, cool. Uh, so um, uh, from the UK originally, in case anybody hadn't gathered that from my accent. <laughs> uh, but I've been living in Thailand for the past uh, 16 years. I'm a father to uh, three lovely children, uh, Jasmine, Emily and Dale. So Dale's my youngest. So uh, between two and nine years old <laughs> is the gap where they are at the moment. Um, so as uh, 
as you said, James, sort of lifelong creator, designer, and problem solver. And I actually studied aero engineering at university, aeronautical engineering. Uh, and uh, yeah, first first proper job that wasn't busing tables or waiting tables was um, uh, working for a missile defense contractor, so designing guidance systems for missiles. Uh, and then sort of between then and now, uh, I've gone through a series of careers that are all related to basically design and engineering in some respect. So uh, the, the, there is there is quite a few, so I don't know whether to mention them all, but basically architectural design and construction is what we've been doing in Thailand for the past uh, sort of 15 years. Um, and then more recently, I've got into a sort of financial analysis of the US stock markets. And so we've set up a, uh, a basically an algorithmic trading company. So we're in the process of developing some uh, algorithmic trading models and then providing training to people on how to use those and implement them. So uh, there's a few other things in there as well. Um, also partner in a um, social media marketing, advertising and marketing company. And one of the things that I did for that was create a course for to help basically small businesses grow their business online through social media marketing. And uh, so I did a, a course for that. And these two sort of course aspects for those two particular companies is how I got into the content creation thing and why I wanted to start the channel, which is all about me basically being able to make these videos in one take, hence the name Take One Tech, without actually doing any editing. Because the first time I made any course material, yeah. I was recording and editing and being a perfectionist, I was my own worst enemy. And I'd, I'd have thousands of takes for the most menial little, uh, <laughs> little yeah, change yeah. and things like that. So, uh, so that's the, the channel was really an exercise in, um, in sort of getting better at being able to just sit down sort of no script or plan really, and just do sort of ad hoc, uh, videos off the cuff on something that I do know about, but I uh, haven't really sort of planned out. So and I love that. To, to develop the content creation thing for the courses really, I suppose. Yeah. I mean that, that helping you get out of your own way, I guess is, is another way That's, I think of, of being able to explain yeah. that. Right. Definitely. And definitely. I appreciate you saying all that because I really wanted folks to understand that you take advantage of all 24 hours in the day, brother. Right. Because, <laughs> um, it's, it's 5 AM your time now. Right. Yeah. And you've already been up for, for a while, right. It, it, it's not like you are, um, not not active you've got the, you've got the three kids you've got the, the multiple uh, entrepreneurship and business activities going and now you're branching off and doing content creation so again i really mm -hmm. wanted folks to understand that there is no excuse right <laughs> and, and in terms of staying motivated staying active staying 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 relevant and irregardless of where you are again i'm glad we talked about the fact that you're literally in thailand right irregardless of where you are as long as you have an internet connection as long as you have a phone as long as you have the ability to connect you can be anywhere and get things done right so yeah. i mean i mean because because just those statements right there really i think resonate and, and hopefully get folks to honestly get out of a slump themselves by saying i can't be doing this or i'm too tired i don't have the time make the time Alec is making the time. He gets up at three o'clock. Maybe we should get up. Maybe we should go to sleep a little bit earlier. You know, what's the old uh, Ben Franklin thing? Oh, um, early to bed. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know if it was Ben Franklin, but I'll, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> I, do, so, I do. I do go to bed quite early. I should just uh, clarify that so that people don't think I'm just surviving. What, what, what time? What time is that? Because I, you know, oh, norm, normally like eight o'clock, something like that. So that's too early, brother. That's too eight early. and nine. Then <laughs> it's because I take my little boy to bed, you see. So yeah. Uh, I take him to bed and I usually fall asleep before him. <laughs> I love, you know, I, I wish I could be in your shoes and do that. But, you know, I, I am a, a glutton for punishment and still trying to be <laughs> the guy up at midnight watching the Olympics and watching whatever. I, I, I mentioned the Olympics because I see Keely in the building. I, we, we see it, but I'm oh, uh, hey, glad, glad you're here. Uh, you see, well, it's tomorrow there, too, as a matter of fact. Right. Because it, is it Monday? Uh, it is, yeah, Monday morning. Yeah. I don't. I always I don't, say I'm living living in the future. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand. I've got I've got a lot of things due Monday, and I can't have it being Monday right now because I've <laughs> I've waited too long. It works. It works really well, actually, the time zone thing for doing stuff. So, like for the the stock stock trading stuff, obviously we're uh, getting up here, you know, after the market's closed. But it means we've got a full day. So the market opens here at sort of eight o'clock in the evening. So any uh, the U.S. market. So any any things that we've got to do from that side of you know, preparation for the, the day, we can set everything up and then go to bed while it does its thing <laughs> and while the market's open. So, uh, so it works well for that. And then working with some people in the UK as well, it means that uh, if you're on different time zones, sort of you can, one person gets one block of work done and then it flips over to the other person and it's, it just 
works out really well this uh, this time zone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let, let's talk a little bit about um, that that title that I don't know if you put on yourself or the, the the logo that you've curated, right? The Recovering Perfectionist. Talk a little bit about that. I I, I really want to dive into that because I want to know. Talk about being a perfectionist. Talk about the steps that you're taking to recover from that and and, and why mm-hmm. you feel that is necessary. Because, again, I, I don't know if I completely see the term perfectionist as, as a negative connotation. There, there's, there's, there's definitely positive to that. But, but talk to us a little bit about being a recovering perfectionist. All right. So I'll totally agree first because I've, uh, I've talked about being a recovering perfectionist. It was just something I put when I started this channel. Uh, I called myself uh, a, a number of different things in my bio, but one of them was a, a recovering perfectionist. And it's this thing of um, when it becomes limiting to what you're trying to do and becomes like a barrier, basically, that's going to stop you going that last little step of actually putting something out into the world and, uh, you know, finishing what you what you've started, really not you know something that's a barrier to starting. But I'll have to totally agree that perfectionism is something that also drives really good results in some some areas of life as well uh, and you know if you're working for clients and things like that and the, the 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 roles that i've had previously i've always felt like things need to be perfect so if you're building somebody their dream house you don't want to say oh it's all right it's it's, it's more or less it's, it's more close. or less okay yeah it's it's got to be perfect in right. my, my view uh, and we haven't always achieved that, but we've always strived for that when we were you know, building houses for people or designing houses. And the same sort of thing with if you're designing, you know, an algorithmic trading model, you don't want it to be like more or less. OK, right. it's got to either work or it doesn't. <laughs> and so I've always felt that in, in every role that I've had uh, work wise, that there needs to be that level of perfection. And so having that sort of thing that's, you know, striving for that is also something that's driven great results. But it's when it becomes this sort of barrier to um, barrier to create creativity and stopping you from doing what you're doing or becomes too much mm. of a time sink. So it can, you know, it doesn't necessarily always stop you getting stuff out, but it can actually distract from like other things that you need to do. So sweating over, you know, the odd pixel here or there. I mean, I've, I've gone and completely redone graphics before that I've, uh, that I've been working on because there's just something not quite right that right. almost nobody would have, would have noticed. And, you know, I'm the worst person to actually have as a client <laughs> when if I've like, ever got somebody to, you know, design a, a website for me or do something for me. We had some stuff where we had a, a company doing it. And I, I've just got this. Um, it's a bit of a freakish eye, really, that I can just spot things that are off. And it comes from sort of checking houses. So like when mm. you're doing snagging lists and things like that, walking around a house, I could walk into the house and all of the imperfections just jump out at me. Wow. <laughs> and it's the same with graphics and things like that. So I kind of spot these things. The, uh, the, the contractors in the construction business always used to be like a bit on edge when I'd walk in because I'd just walk into the room and I'd, I'd spot things that were, oh, that's, you know, five millimeters off. And I, I was also coming from uh, when you're designing, uh, you know, really sort of fine engineering sort of things you work into tolerances of you know thousands of an inch for example well you don't necessarily want thousandth of an inch to transfer over into building a big house <laughs> yeah no because it, it doesn't matter but it's it's um yeah i'm i'm, I'm quite uh, quite finicky like that and so it's uh, again it, it can be limiting <laughs> but but again when you, when you think about that and, and we won't go go into all of them, but but you know some of the, the past professional experiences that you've had, you you had to be that finite and That's and right. that that particular in terms of the things that you did. Else, catastrophic yep. issues could have could, could erupt. Now, yeah, how how do you take off the suit and tie from that? Speaking of suit and tie, the the the, the image that I use for for the thumbnail. That's a nice suit you got there, brother. Look, let me tell you well, something. I'm I'm not sure I'd fit in it now after my uh, my uh, lock, uh, lockdown pounds that I put on. You put on the COVID nineteen. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We won't go into that. But but again, so how how do you take off that suit and tie, put on the the, the casual wear, and 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 go about the rest of your day? You know, things that are outside of that. How, how do you use that same energy? Use use that same attention to detail when when it comes to something like content creation, right? Again, knowing that. As long as you've got great audio, video can 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 we can we can be okay with your video. As long as you sound yeah, decent, yeah. right? We will we'll, we'll we'll give you a pass for that. And so we only need about eighty percent. Right? So I know that may yeah. be difficult to hear, but how do you translate that into actually who you are and why you may have 
turned up your, your YouTube channel to take, uh, take one tech? Uh, so first of all, that was the, the thing that I invested in for the channel when I decided that I was going to do this was a mic <laughs> and I didn't okay. bother. I've still got a 10 year old Canon EOS 60D. Oh, bless your heart. So not, a, bless your heart. Not, not, a, not a bad <laughs> camera, but I'll, I'll, I'll be moving over to the ZV-E10, I think at some point soon. Nice, but, nice. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, it was just a case of, you know, this is, this is working. The image quality is not too bad. And I had exactly the same view, you know, the audio needs to be the thing that I need to get right first. And, uh, you know, having a bit of good lighting also helps with, uh, you know, any, any camera improves the, uh, the camera quality. So, or the, the picture quality. So those are the things that I sort of upgraded, uh, first from, or when I was sort of setting up this, this setup really. Um, but yeah, it, it was a case of have setting, um, sort of, talked about this before a little bit, but having a minimum viable product for you and mm. what you're comfortable with and sort of setting that. So there's nothing in my channel that I'm particularly happy about. <laughs> really? I'm not happy about, yeah, I'm not happy about like, not to totally happy. I'm not totally happy about my thumbnails. I'm not totally happy about my logo, my website, my content or anything, but I'm happy now that I'm not happy with it. <laughs> and that's and the thing being talk happy about with that. being unhappy. Yeah, talk about that because because that had to been a dramatic shift, right? Again, coming from and and, and I'm gonna keep yeah. picking at the scab about you know the the, the ideas of uh, you know, coming from your professional career and and history yep. to to seeing uh -huh. something on here that you don't think is 100. percent It's only 95. percent Talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah. So um, I mean, like all of the images, for example, in my thumbnails. First of all, let's get past the fact that I just look ridiculous in them in all those stupid poses. My, my daughter is always like ribbing me about those that they just look. Ridiculous. That is a Why job is of a father. No, that's a job yeah. of a father to embarrass their kids. <laughs> you, you are doing a good job, sir. No worries. Not, not saying yeah. that you're embarrassing. No, uh, let me maybe clarify <laughs> that. But if that's what you're doing, I, I you're doing a good job. I totally am embarrassing it. <laughs> but, um, so, so for example, those, all those pictures. So when I, um, when I was planning the, the channel, so I've been going for 87 days so far. Um, and, but I spent four weeks before actually the first video. So my first video was a live stream and that was my first live stream. And then actually the next day I went into doc's office hours for the first time. So mm. it was kind of, there was this build up to it where I wasn't really part of the community or anything like that, not active in it. I was just literally getting all my, my stuff together basically. Mm -hmm. So that was where I, I had to set this sort of minimum viable product of uh, what I was going to be happy with, with going out. And so, you know, I thought, right, well, I'll, I'll create all of the images for the thumbnails, create the template for the thumbnails and so on. Uh, and so those, all those images were taken just like literally in the course of 30 minutes, sitting in front of the green screen with the camera, click, 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 just take a load of pictures, dump them all into Photoshop. And I really, it was just having to have this thing of like, I'm, I'm going to get totally over the fact that I look a little bit ridiculous. I'm also going to get over the fact that if you look at the color of them, the, the, the sort of tone of them and everything is, is quite off. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not right. You know, the, the, it's not like I went to have professional photos taken or anything like that. It was literally right. just me in front of the, the camera. When I came to look at them, there's, um, you know, you see the, uh, the sort of green coming through from the green screen. So right. although I've done some removal of that in Photoshop, if that was a, uh, a professional job for me to go and create those things, that would just be so far off the mark for what I would normally like sign off on to give to a client. Okay. It's, uh, it's untrue, untrue for me. So there's, there's those sorts of things. Like if, when you look at my, uh, my thumbnails as well, if you look at the, the sort of text alignment, normally they would all have to be like exactly in exactly the same corner, you know, point, uh, and exactly the same distance from the border and from the top and stuff like that. When I make my thumbnails now, I literally spend three minutes doing them. I just, I just type whatever the, the, you know, unless I've got, I get an image or something like that it might take a little bit longer, but you'll notice that just those ones there, the alignment isn't the same. So that using interview mode and leader, they're, they're not the same distance from the top. That sort of stuff would drive me mad before. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whereas I'm, I'm literally just like, I don't care. I've done it. And the, the, the time that I have incidentally, when you were talking about the, uh, the time spent on it. Um, or the you know, time available or whatever. So I wake up at three o'clock and I have my little morning routine of um, uh, meditation and journaling. And then my time for YouTube is basically four until 6 a.m. So that's the time that I've got to do all of this stuff. So if I'm creating videos, my average video length is about 30 minutes-ish. 
uh, I can be a bit more precise than that. You know, look, I, I, I saw Doc's uh, stream with you on it. You know exactly how much it was. Go ahead. <laughs> I, tell I, us. Tell I us exactly. Tra- I sort of track all of this stuff. Yes. Anyway, it's changed a bit now, actually. It's about 20, uh, 28.2 or something like that. There you go. 20 seconds. But anyway, um, so uh, uh, it's if I'm making a 20-minute video or a 30-minute video, then I've, I don't do any preparation as such, but I've still got to sort of, you know, switch everything on, switch the lights on, get the camera set up, check the mics, do my little checklist and things like that. And then if I'm showing a piece of software, then you have to, you know, what you have to do, get the things set right. up for any shots you're doing and things like that. So a 30 minute video probably takes me like from start to finish an hour to sort of sit down, get everything set up, do the video and then upload it to uh, to YouTube and whatever. Uh, and then I can't afford to be spending a day finicking over little details of thumbnails. So <laughs> right, right. it was just a, ne- a necessity to have to actually let that uh, let that go, really. So l- let me ask you about a couple of things there, because you, you, you talk about a lot. And I'm wondering, is that, how are you with that, right? Again, because you've gone for so long, again, noticing and, and having to deal with, again, that line spacing and, and that character spacing, like like you said in, in your title yeah. there. How, how are you progressing you're 80 some in to your, your journey now 80 some videos in. how yep. how is that from a mental perspective and how is that just from your your ability to to, to let it go and say it's good enough uh 99.5 percent of the population didn't notice that but you noticed that and the fact that yep. it is off it's actually okay that it's off right it it, 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 it <laughs> doesn't it doesn't it doesn't take away from what you're eventually trying to do is deliver some quality mm-hmm. content, which is what you're doing. So again, how, how are you, Alec, not, not necessarily the channel, yeah. but how are you with, with be, being able to say, you know what, I put out some, some, something that is not 100%, but it's 98% and all right, mm-hmm. it's out there. You actually hit the nail right on the head there with something you said, because when I uh, started doing it, it was all practice. So there was no, no subscribers or anything like that. The first uh, sort of four weeks <clears throat> before I um, actually did my first live stream, getting everything set up. It was all to me still like a work in progress sort of thing. And then when I did my first live stream, there was nobody watching because <laughs> I didn't have any subscribers. I didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody. I didn't, uh, you know, I've got email lists that I could have sent this out and people that would actually have been interested to to watch. But part of my thing is I want to grow it organically to see mm-hmm. how you can grow a channel organically. So day one, zero subscribers. So I was doing a live stream to nobody, basically. Uh, and it, that was the weirdest experience, really, because... I was sitting here in my my basement with my green screen background, <laughs> which is what yeah. this is. Which uh, which a lot of talking. folks probably don't realize. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, right? That's that's one of the dopest backgrounds and setups that I've ever seen to be lit <laughs> so good. And but it's a green screen. We'll, uh-huh. we'll talk about that in a minute. Go ahead, brother. So uh, so so yeah, sitting here doing this this thing, and I didn't know who um, you know who my eventual audience or viewers would be. I didn't really also know quite how the channel would progress and you know what totally what the content would be my, my idea about the content was that it would always be uh, you know sort of more mac productivity tech reviews and mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. uh, but I, se- I seem to have just got, gone down a lot of ecamm live stuff because i'm just fascinated by that program and i love it and so there's been loads of that sort of stuff that i've right. been doing but i will i will go more onto the uh, the mac stuff at a you know, further down the line a little bit i think but so there was nobody watching and so i didn't have that sort of uh, as much of a self-conscious feeling about it that there was loads of people watching because there wasn't anybody watching. But then as I started getting people that were watching and liking the videos and commenting and stuff like that, I realized actually how uh, what an impact it was having on a few people. So not mm. everybody who watched it, I'm sure some people watch it and think, oh, that's, you know, that's helpful. But there's one or two people who reached out to me like really, really early on uh, and and just told me how how, helpful it had been to them and how beneficial and then there's some of these people that you know I've, I've had quite a lot of communication with and helped them with what they're doing and that sort of totally overcame any sort of um uh need for perfection or ego or anything like that that came with that and it was it was that thing of just knowing that what you're putting out is actually having an impact on people right. and at the end of the day they don't really care whether my pixels are you know <laughs> how many pixels to either side yeah, of my next yeah. on my thumbnail because they just see it come up and they think oh it's another video and click it it's it's irrelevant to to that point so you know that that's been a huge thing for me and you know i, I say that and i'm glad you go into some detail because I, I say that one finger pointing out at you three fingers pointing back at me as well because you know there there have been times early in the journey and i think we've all gone through this right as content creators um 
something has gone wrong, right? We either have a, mm-hmm. a bad internet connection, we have we have latency, we, we have whatever the case may be, our, our scenes don't line up, what, whatever, but, and then we get in our own head and, and we lose track, probably lose focus and, and focus on that as opposed to the dialogue, the conversation, the content, which is really what people came for. They, irregardless of, again, if, if you, if you mess up on video, if I, if I made the screen completely black right now, I'd, I'd freak out. You'd probably go crazy too, but people would still, <laughs> the people that are watching would just be, would just wait until we came back. But getting, getting again out of your own way, focusing on what you're, what you're delivering, what your what the whole goal is, right. And, and your, your mission, mm-hmm. as, as I stated, you know, kind of in the, in the monologue, your mindset, failure is not an option, but rather a requirement for personal growth. Yep. That ability of you to step outside of yourself and say, it's, it's good enough and good enough is still great. Right. So good. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't want to say good enough, you know, it's kind of a cop out or it's kind of just, you know, being content, but, but good enough is actually something really good. And you're bringing value. As long as you're bringing value, I think to the -hmm. community that you're, that you're building. And I think that's what really matters. And as long as we can get out of our own way and, and, and focus on that context, uh, I I see nothing but positiveness out out of that and and, and continued growth uh, out of that as well. Uh, I I like what Keely's saying, right? So Keely, to sum up what she's saying, Focus on the content as opposed to, uh, I'm summarizing, Keely, okay. Um, the people teaching us about the 2% difference, wasting our time and money. Uh, yeah, don't worry about the gear all the time. Have some quality gear, obviously, because the gear does matter. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say uh, go out there with just uh, an old Motorola StarTech. Well, no, no, those didn't, have video, those didn't have video cameras on them, and I probably just dated myself when I said that. But um, <laughs> have, have quality gear for what for the, the quality of product that you want to produce, right? If, if you're trying to reach someone from a, and, and be very professional in terms of what you're delivering, you might need to level up. You might need to go ahead and, you know, Micro Center, Best Buy, Amazon, whatever. Get you get the stuff that you can do to make your your, your environment, your in your content, your stream, and your channel look professional. But until then, do what you can with what you got. But yeah, do it as good as you can, right? Don't 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 settle, right? Don't never settle. Go go ahead, man. Talk to us about that. I, I was just gonna agree, basically, and and also have the point of um, do have a goal in mind. You know, if your yes. if your gear isn't you know up to uh, scratch as it needs to be, perhaps then focus on what the most important is thing is first. But then also do have a clear plan of you know an upgrade path, basically, and how you plan to do that. Um, and so this channel for me is not something that I'm looking to, you know, it's not, to, it's not intended as a, you know, primary income source or something that I'm looking to monetize. And I'm not all about the stats and the things like that. It's an experiment in growth and things like that. However, I do want it to be at least cost neutral. Yes. <laughs> and so far it has been. So there's ways that you can do that without waiting for monetization. Uh, and that can be, you know, it can be things like buy me a coffee, Patreon or things like that. But it oh. can also be if you've got something that you've Look done. Look at that. Then uh, <laughs> it wasn't that wasn't supposed to be a segue, but it can it can also be, uh, you know, like digital products. So one of the things I talk about is Stream Deck and I don't intend to, you know, make a, uh, a, a living out of creating Stream Deck icons. But if you have created some, then, you know, make them available. And so that's something that I've done on my site, you know, put those up. And it's not intended, as I say, to be, you know, oh, this is going to be the, the golden ticket or anything like that. But it does mean that through sales of those, those are paying for the website. Um, and uh, I'm not heavily sales orientated. I've even got a disclaimer actually at the top of that page that says, wait, before you buy any of my things, go and check out this video, how you can make them yourself. So <laughs> uh, that's, you know, it's it's not heavily sort of sales orientated, but having those sorts of things does offset the cost of things. And uh, so you don't have to think about monetization as uh, you know, something you've got to wait for months for. That's a good point. I mean, that's a good point, especially for your, for, and I won't even just say young creators or or creators that are just starting out, but creators that are just now getting focused on growing something like a YouTube channel, right. And a YouTube community, Mm -hmm. because you know, that, 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 uh, watch hours. That, that can be a daunting task, right, to, to, to get to yep. both of those within a, a certain mm-hmm. period, period of time frame. But there's so many other ways of getting getting some type of monetization, building community like, like you're doing here with the Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to buy some of these uh, 
icon packs as well for the, for the stream deck because I don't want to make them. You've already made them, and I like your style, so so I'm gonna get <laughs> get me some Alec Johnson ones. Um, there, there. I thought I saw you had something else as well in terms of monetization capabilities. Um, did I, was it was it some of the gear here? Well, again, you're you're using your oh, so yeah, Amazon affiliate, Amazon, yeah. right? So so again, yeah, that so people I think aren't people have everyone has Amazon access. A lot of folks have Amazon Prime and. Yeah. I think more creators need to spin up an affiliate relationship with Amazon because we're always recommending stuff at least amongst ourselves. Might as well, if I'm going to buy another microphone, I might as well use your affiliate code so you can get 15 cents off of, you know, or whatever the case may be. Uh Just that just again, uh, helps increase your slush fund because I I know you're, you're looking to buy something right now. The, the Zony ZVE 10. Uh, but again, Uh that, that just helps again, um, uh, Helps with, with, with your overall goals and dynamics as well. So, I mean, you've got some stuff on here that I have that I've been also been looking at. So, I'll, um, yeah, you got to get rid of that, that Canon 60D. You got to get rid of that. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know. Yeah. yeah. But to, so to that point, though, part of that thing is just to be, uh, I've, I'm being quite stubborn about the, the upgrade path. And, uh, and the reason is that I do want, uh, there's, there's people that have uh, specifically emailed me and said, I really appreciate that you're doing all this and showing how to do it without the latest stuff yeah, yeah. because it's very easy. And trust me, I'm the worst for gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> you know, the, the latest shiny thing, um, yeah. it's, it is, it is, uh, it is a thing for me. So that's, uh, that's something that I'm trying to be a little bit, you know, going against my normal tendencies with that as well, just to prove that you can actually do this. You don't need to have the latest camera and, oh, there's a new one out. There's, there's some people who have got, you know, uh, who bought a Sony maybe two months ago, mm-hmm. and now they're really stressing because the new Sony ZV-E10s come out and they're thinking, oh no, what do I do now? Should I send my other one back? You know, And the, the one that they've got is fantastic. Fantastic. But there's a new shiny object come out that they, uh, they need to have. So yeah. uh, <laughs> there's that. But the, the Amazon thing, so the... I was surprised by how quickly that worked because I don't do sort of major sort of product reviews or anything like that on my channel. I'm not like really heavily pushing the Amazon stuff, but mm-hmm. I do just mention if I've talked about a product, then I'll say, oh, there's a link in the description or whatever. Um, and I remember that it was literally within a week of doing my, uh, of setting up the Amazon affiliate. I got my first sort of notification of having, you know, earned commission yeah. and it was 25 cents and it was like the best 25 cents I've ever earned because <laughs> <laughs> it's just this thing of it's just uh, it's it is it does become a sort of passive income once you've started creating this thing and I'm not making <clears throat> huge amounts of uh, of money off it but it does all help towards um you know the, the offsetting the cost basically so exactly exactly it's, it's, it's all, all good but I I would I would I would beg to say that 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 proves that you're you're doing good work, right? Again, someone has listened to your your message, mm-hmm. seen your message, seen your content and your recommendation, and and they are relying on you as a subject matter expert in the field and saying, you know what, yeah. Alex says, go out and get this and get and get the big stream deck instead of the little one. Why? All right, you know, because yeah. he did this video. So you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to not only buy it, I'm going to support him in in the end as well. It, it may be whatever it's going to be in 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 his uh, PayPal account or whatever, but still, I mean, that just shows relevance for mm-hmm. for for the content that you're putting out. So definitely kudos to you on on that, man. Um Oh, thank you. And that that actually is a little bit of a responsibility as well that, yeah. you know, not to be taken lightly that you are recommending stuff. So there was a case where I, uh, I talked about, I didn't even recommend buying this specific product, but it was one of the little, uh, you know, presentation uh, clickers, Logitech uh, yeah. remote for, um, I've got things. that one. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I talked about how to use that with, uh, with Ecamm live. Cause I just figured out that it, it just works with Ecamm live to switch scenes. So I mentioned that. And then, uh, somebody in the comments, uh, wrote me and said, uh, Oh, I've, I bought it and it won't work and it's and it's it's the, the logitech one that everybody uses but if you look on the logitech website it says it's not compatible with mac and i don't understand why they've got that on their website but this person contacted me and said like oh it's not working and i, I bought it just because i saw it on your channel and now i think i'm going to have to and i was so excited about it but then now i'm going to have to send it back so i actually went through and made another video and first of all went through all the steps of setting it up and just basically said troubleshooting. I'd never had any problem with it, but I yeah. made a troubleshooting video for it. 
And then this person contacted me back and just said, oh, thank you so much. It's all working now. <laughs> so there is, there is this thing of like a real responsibility that if you've recommended something, and I just imagine this person being so excited about this thing of, uh, you know, getting this thing and being able to use it and then figuring out that, you know, the disappointment when it didn't. Right, that sort right. of uh, responsibilities on your shoulders as a creator, I think, <laughs> if you're recommending stuff. So let's talk about you being a creator and and kind of the responsibility and kind of the the pressure that we put on ourselves um live stream every day in august you've been participating in that it's uh it's it's only the eighth you got we got a handful more days ago i I should be participating but i i know i didn't i didn't i didn't take the time i could have made the time but i didn't take the time but um i'm I'm following vicariously in in your foot in your footsteps Uh, how was that going well, first of all, the thing you say about the time, I had not budgeted the time for yeah. it because before I started, I did a, a live stream the day before the last day of uh, July and I said, oh, I'm doing leader. And I thought what it was, was the sort of creator community in general just says, let's do a live stream every mm-hmm. day. And that's like the extent of it. I didn't realize that there is actually a whole organization to it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And then you've also got everybody else doing their videos and you know that it's it's power is in the involvement and watching everyone's videos and commenting on those so i'm feeling quite guilty because i haven't had the time to go and watch first of all definitely not everybody's videos but also i I haven't had the time to devote as much as i need to to it really Mm -hmm. so it was it took me by uh took me by surprise uh, because i don't I, i wasn't previously part of the live streaming pros community i didn't even realize it was it was Loria that was doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so when you get these these challenges every day, which is you've got to make a video about on some topic, and mm-hmm. I won't go into what they all are, but it's um, they really, uh, it is a real sort of program of self development for people. <laughs> is the the first thing. Yeah. So you, it, you do sort of have to dig deep and search for uh, you know ideas and answers and things like that. So um, it's it's been it's been really great, and just another sort of biggest part of it for me is. There's loads of people from our community that are in there doing it, right? And getting to know people so much more, uh, you know, in a deeper way through watching their videos and sharing my experiences is a real sort of uh, exercise in bonding and community building in itself. I I, I love that, and and Keely, I I appreciate you in, in your statement there about uh, I stream consistently already, but I I, I like I like the statement that you made that there's a responsibility, right? Once you start it, though, you mm-hmm. feel the responsibility and and you feel the the connection to the community, um, mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about. Right? We, we we see some some OGs that are out there streaming and part of Lita because again, it's a constant evolution, it's a constant growth, it's a constant uh, yep. just just making sure honing your skills. It's just more the more times you get up at bat, the better that you are. You still see professional athletes that get up and, and train and practice every single day. Why? Because that's just how you get better. And there there is I, I love the missions as 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 Luria has them laid out. I, yes, I've yeah. seen I've seen more people show other sides and, and multiple emotions as well. I think I may have teared up the first, um, I mean, last year when, when I did it as well, right? Just because, again, you, you're pouring so much out and, and you're so, so bare when you're, when you're, yep. when she asks you to talk about these particular things and, and you look inwards of, of yourself that you can't help but grow, right? And, and to, uh-huh. as, as, as a person, as, as a professional, as a content creator. So it, she knows what she's doing when she, when she sets these missions up and she makes folks do them. Um, I'm again, vicariously watching a lot of folks. I'm still part of the community. I'm, I'm, I'm watching everyone that's doing them. And I, I see, mm-hmm. yeah, you, what was it? 86 of you're 86 of hundred of already. Cause you, you started much earlier and you're pretty consistent with, with the leader goals as well. So I'm watching uh-huh. you, man, you know, I'll, I'll come in with, with, <laughs> with my customary, you know, what up yo in, in the, in the comments. And then I'll, I'll just, I'll yep. just listen. I won't, I won't leave too many comments, but I, I love it. Man. I love it. <laughs> so, okay. Did you, so Glenda, did you just leave this comment on, on Alex channel? I would, I would be curious to know because I think, for, I think she must've done. Uh, yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I see him. You know, I gotta, I gotta keep up. I, I gotta stay. I gotta focus on Alec, though, right? You know, the the, comp- the <laughs> comments are secondary, right? Now, this is this is an interesting, intriguing conversation that I'm having here. I, I, I need a mod for Ecamm. You know, I, I got, I got a mod for, uh, <laughs> for YouTube. I need, I need a mod for for Ecamm. It's all good. <laughs> uh, let me, let me talk to you about 
being an uncertified polymath. <laughs> that, that is my tongue-in-cheek way of yeah. calling myself a jack-of-all-trades, really. <laughs> I, I bring it up at this particular time in the conversation because I think it's relevant for a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. So for folks who don't know, give your definition of a polymath and then tell people and, and then explain why you why why you feel that way because i i don't doubt it and i i, I wish there was a way that we can get you certified you know i'm, I'm sure there is but but the <laughs> fact that you're uncertified is, is is just fun in and of itself but talk a little bit about being that about that well so so that's you know somebody who has a sort of interest and deep knowledge in a broad range of fields in a nutshell essentially <laughs> so that is just something that you know when i was writing my little bio for my uh, uh channel then uh, yeah, recovering perfectionist and that because I found it hard to, you know, when people watch my channel, it's, or ask me what I do, it's a very difficult question because uh, there are, you know, quite diverse things. And it was only when I've sort of stopped to think about it that I've, you know, sort of summed it up basically lifelong creator, designer and problem solver, because everything that I'm doing is uh, design, even the, you know, the, uh, the, the trading stuff is still problem solving and design. It's very much, you know, and very much designing uh, solutions to uh, to problems or the uh, I also have a history in like graphic design and web design and things like that so that's all coming back to this sort of design and engineering perspective but they are, they do appear on the surface of it like quite different uh, disciplines uh, and so that's that's why I sort of chose that term really just to kind of sum up <laughs> a broad range of experiences uh, but you could also say yeah jack of all trades and master of maybe quite a few quite a, small, a few a small, you know, a small number <laughs> you know no don't don't be humble sir you know you 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 if i if i have a hard math problem or if my kids have a hard math problem in school next year i i know who the, the first call i'm making because <laughs> I, I i would just tell them to go see right down the middle of scantron um i'm, I'm, I'm calling i'm calling you for sure um let, let me ask you about from a technology perspective again right so a lot of the content that you're creating is around tools, hardware, software, services, and things of that. Mm -hmm. What what's a and don't say ecam. <laughs> mm -hmm. What what's a what's a piece of technology that is probably your favorite or you know what's a piece of technology, service, hardware, whatever the case may be that you rely on 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 a regular basis. Okay, so the the thing that I did actually consider doing a channel on is Microsoft Excel. <laughs> wow. Now, Master of the pivot table, have, huh? Oh, don't, it's so pivot tables is one, but Power Query is just a completely different level. Power Query basically allows you to link it into SQL databases and you can do so much more with Excel than people basically scratch, you know, 1% of what just basic Excel can do. But when you link it with Power Query to do all sorts of backend sort of database work as well, it's, uh, it's really quite a phenomenal uh, tool. And it's something that I've used for, you know, uh, since almost its inception, I think. Okay. So I've used it through, you know, at, while I was at school, through university, uh, then, you know, in all the roles I've done, it has been central to everything that I've, I've done. So it is, it is the sort of tool on a sort of professional level that goes through everything. So even building houses, I made a, a spreadsheet that I could basically cost an entire house build in a matter of hours because I could just put in all of the, you know, parameters and things like that from the plans that I'd created. And then it would just automatically spit out, this is how much the house costs. Amazing. So those are the sorts of things that I'm, I'm doing with Excel with, uh, I mean, even with my YouTube, I've got a spreadsheet that just basically tracks uh, not, not anything, any of the actual YouTube stats, they do a good job of that, but things like the, um, uh, uh, the time, the type of video it is and all those sorts of things, then I keep a track of that just so that I, because I, I, I don't really need to do that, but that's part of my little OCD <laughs> nature. So, uh, and then uh, I'll, so I'm sorry. So let, so let me back up a little bit and, and I'll let you continue. But, mm -hmm. but is that something that, that you're creating, even though you, you think other folks won't use it, is, is it something that we could probably get some, some value and some utility out of. Cause again, we're, we're all looking, a lot of us are looking at analytics. We're looking at numbers. We're looking at views. We're looking at, you know, what content and what messages resonate with our community. Is that something that you can throw up on, on your website, you know, take one tech and, and sell it. Oh. I, yeah, it could be. I yeah, bet. It's, it's one of, the, it's one of these things where there are so many different things that I do and there's, uh, <laughs> I haven't got the time to monetize them all. <laughs> So that's a good problem you know, to have, man. That's a good problem it, to have. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult. And it's the, the same with all the Excel stuff that I do. It's become, um, 
it, it is it, you know it's it's kind of an extension of my uh, of of me when I'm I'm working really. So there is a lot of stuff that I could do in in that sense, you know. So I, I mentioned it on one of my live streams the uh, week before last, I think, and somebody asked me like, "Oh, can I make a video on how to use Power Query with Excel?" And it's just not really right for my channel because. Mm it's it's a bit you know it's very it's very niche and it's very advanced for what most people would use excel for so it's great for doing you know analysis of financial data and stuff like that and stock data uh, but it's not necessarily going to that that particular feature isn't going to be right. useful to a lot of people so it's one of those things of uh, just trying to have a focus on the uh, you know on my channel of, of what I was doing but in terms of a tool though that you know that that was the question excel is the one that has been through all of the different roles that I've uh, I've had that is the thing that is the sort of okay you know the, the foundation yeah. of them all if you want to talk about stuff that i use for general productivity which is stuff that i will be covering on the the channel uh there's kind of like a few different apps that are also used to automate a lot of the things that i do so i use uh keyboard maestro uh, which is an app that allows you to basically record uh, different macros and things like that to perform actions uh, on your mac so i use that one and have that linked in with stream deck so there's a great app for uh stream deck that allows you to trigger keyboard maestro uh, actions actually there is a keyboard maestro plugin for stream deck but that isn't as good as one that's called uh, km keys which is a third party mm. one but just has a much better integration for some reason uh, so I, I use keyboard maestro then i use things like text expander as well uh, which is basically you can type a little series of keystrokes and it will populate a load of uh, text so those two work hand in hand quite well together uh, then i also use hazel which is a uh, application that's basically it can watch folders and things like that and it can perform actions depending on what happens on those folders so for example if i uh, go to an email and I have a bank statement or something like that and download it it recognizes where it's been downloaded from into my downloads and automatically files it away into the right folder uh, it can also do um, you can have it go into a folder and then do optical character recognition and wow. then it will sort of put that into you know, various different places. So those sort of three apps are kind of like a, uh, a core of all of the ways that I sort of automate stuff and speed up my process on the, the Mac and they work really well uh, together. And then as I mentioned, stream deck with the stream deck, that's been a game changer as well. <laughs> definitely. Definitely folks. Look, I, I told you to bring your, your, your notebook and, and a pen or something to write notes, stuff down, because I, I knew I was going to bring some, some winners there. I, I let me get those, links from you uh, like afterwards so i can put them in the description i i, I pulled up keyboard maestro while you were while you were talking but i'd be interested in, as well as in, I'm, I'm always looking at i don't want to be a a you know subject to the tool but i'm always looking for the right tool to again help automate mm -hmm. to help 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 with the overall workflow right because we, we're all sure, getting sure. more 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 busy we're all getting to be a little more complex in terms of uh, what we're doing again talking talking about from a content creation perspective and you know, what can we use to take out some of the tactical things, be more strategic? What can we do to automate some of the things that we do yep. every single day, all the time, right? I mean, mm -hmm. um, I know there's a conversation coming, speaking of Ecamm, with Descript, right, in next week, right, of, of how to actually do transcription and things like that. I mean, that's that's phenomenal, yep. right? Everyone is always trying to break up their content and do micro content, and that just seems to be a way to go. So I'm, I'm sure mm -hmm. I'll be watching it. I'm sure you'll be watching it. But, uh, you know, some of these tools that you just mentioned as well, I definitely want to see if I can put these in my in my toolkit and take advantage of. Um, uh -huh. yeah, again, I, these Oh, go ahead. Yeah, just very briefly, these sort of tools are definitely something that I will be sort of moving on to cover on the, the channel. And it's kind of like what I set out to do originally. Uh, but I just went a lot down the Ecamm route because it's what I've been using. And then it's there's something about, I don't want to talk about Ecamm too much, but there is something about that program that yeah. I can't quite put my hand on. It's got some special sauce in it or something. If it was a, if it was a food, I'd sure they were lacing it with some sort of drug or something because <laughs> it's got some crack in it. I, oh, well, I didn't, I said that. It's, he it's, didn't say it. It's, it's got something there. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's really, uh, really, yeah, it, it's got this little, little hook in it and something that it's a very Mac like application because it's got yeah. this sense of it really delights you. Um, but then also there's a community around it and the Ecamm community, I, I kind of, still have to pinch myself to realize that this is a community built around an application. There's not many yeah. applications in the world that have got such a tight community sort of feeling to them as well. So, um, so that's why I've tended to do 
largely uh, Ecamm Live or Ecamm Live related content of late, you know, Stream Deck, but how to use it with Ecamm, uh, Logitech Clicker, but how to use it with Ecamm, <laughs> yeah, how to set up a camera for Ecamm. That's so, all good, But man. I will be... I will be going more down the sort of Mac productivity stuff because the more things that I'm doing, I realize, you know, the, the people who are using Ecamm are essentially all Mac users. So uh, anything to sort of speed up uh, processes on the Mac for them will be uh, still welcome, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I almost think that it's not by accident, right? The fact that Ecamm is so um, followed, so so endure loved and endured by, by its users and by the community, right? It's since it's a Mac product, like I, I worked for Apple for, for 10 years. So I, I'm, I'm part of the cult of Mac, right? I'm an old Steve yeah. jobs guy, right? I had my, uh-huh. um, you know, one-on-one with him, one of those infamous one-on-ones with him. And, and so, so I, I've been drinking that Kool-Aid for a long time. And, and the <laughs> fact that, you know, Ken and Glenn decided to just do Mac focus on Ecamm as opposed to making it cross-platform. We know that we, again, in the Mac community, look for creativity perfection we look for just being able to do things before we even think we need them right the iphone came out and took the the uh, headphone jack out before we thought we wanted it taken out oh Mm -hmm. you know now now everyone's following in that footsteps everyone talked trash about it but now no no one has a headphone jack in it no you know just stuff like that and just the elegance of it right again the fact that we Uh can run a a large a large looking, very professional production from a smaller mm-hmm. footprint, right? You, you just, you yeah. just really just need a camera, mic and, and, and a screen. So I, I think that is, is one of the things that's drawn so many folks to the community. I would love, I, I just want to be in the room when you, Ken and Glenn sit down at a table and maybe pull out a whiteboard and just start drawing ideas. I, I want to be at that community meetup <laughs> and just and be sitting at the next table because I don't want to interrupt. I just I just want to be like, look at these three right here, knock, knocking it out. So, <laughs> they, they've definitely got the perfectionist streak in them as well. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that happens sooner than later as, as things start uh, changing within the globe and within the world. So hopefully we can have something like that before before too long. Uh, I wanted to talk about the about the green screen because it took me a long time to find the 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 bad lighting. It took me a long time to find the crease in the screen, and I haven't found it, dude. <laughs> you, 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 your your set is dope, right? And again, it's it's not oh, even dude. that, <laughs> right? Just to, right. I I thought India Delgado had the best green screen when she was doing it, but you know what? You guys are both uh, you both get the gold medal on this one right here. Uh, you know the, the the funny thing about this uh, this image is it's not even actually a real photograph. It is CGI. See, you just now you're Sorry. showing off. See, why, why <laughs> talk about it, brother? Now you're just showing off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's I, I don't know what to say about that really. It's uh, it's just something that I'd. Uh, because I use this setup for other things as well, like I use it for work, Zoom calls, Teams meetings and stuff like that. And I don't necessarily want to have a, uh, a purple background on my work calls. <laughs> so the reason for the green screen was basically to have something that was, um, you know, I could use it in for, for different uh, different circumstances. And actually, I, I had a green screen before I started this channel because I was uh, traveling quite a lot pre, uh, well, obviously, <laughs> pre, mm-hmm. pre last year. Um, and so I used to be uh, moving around quite a lot. And so I'd have a, a, a portable green screen that I could use when I was on meetings, because if I was in a hotel or something like that, I always had this consistent background. And it was when I was also recording my uh, course material for this other thing mm. that I was doing. Uh, so I needed to have that background the same for that as well. And it meant that I could, uh, it was obviously a total MacGyver job, a homemade <laughs> frame thing and uh, green screen. But it was, um, that's when I first started using the green screen. And so when I sort of, uh, was became <laughs> more stationary last yeah. year, not moving around. Then I just actually set up something a bit more permanent here. And uh, yeah, it's just about basically making sure that the screen is tight at the back and making sure the screen itself is well lit. Uh, and then the other thing is that people get wrong, I think, with green screens is, first of all, not having the angle correct. So you've got to think that the angle of the camera needs to match the angle mm. of the view of the, the background. Uh, but then also try to match the tone. So this has got a bit of a, a warm tone to it. So just the the warmth of the, yeah, in your camera, either the Kelvins in your camera or the uh, the warmth of the light that you've got. Uh, and then also, cause there is a sort of uh, a blue tone on this side and a purple one on this side, then I've actually got two small lights on either side that are bouncing those colors off my, 
my head. So there's a bit of a purple tone here and that to try and make it match basically what's going on in the background. Uh, and that's, uh, those are the sort of five things really I, <laughs> to, I love, to sort of get right. With it. See, and Miss Dunn here is, is like, she's picking too, right? She's with her, with her percentages. I have a suggestion on the lighting for the green screen, but that's some 2% stuff, right? She, again, <laughs> going, going after that perfectionist, right? You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, change it, change it from from fifty six hundred to fifty five hundred. No, Keely, we're not, we're not going to do that. We we love you though. That that that's good. Do you know one 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 of the reasons why I had this particular background is because it, I could have different sort of lighting tones in the scene, so I could make it sort of daylight. Uh, the the actual background picture, I have it either sort of a daylight effect or warm light or different colors or things like that. So I always imagined that when I started the channel, I might actually have. Uh, a sort of different look to it depending on the content I was doing so it would sort of differentiate mm. between mm -hmm. the topics but ultimately I've never bothered doing that and so I've just left this one all the time <laughs> you got it going but, on uh, brother. That, that, that was my thought process with that <laughs> I love it man no you you got it going on you your your look and feel your your content is is amazing we we oh, appreciate you. you for everything that you do and uh, just recently I noticed and, and realized that you again had products and gear and, and services that you were selling as well. So like I said, I'm, I'm probably going to pick up some of those, uh, 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 stream deck elements as well. Um, uh -huh. talk to us about real quick and, and just in terms of wrapping up, what's, what's next, what's next for you, I guess, personally, professionally, and, and primarily from a content creation perspective, what, what's next for you, Alex? Uh, so with the with the channel, um, uh, yeah, day eighty seven and done ninety one videos. So when I get to one hundred, basically, I'm going to. Um, uh, <laughs> I've actually already considered I'm going to just extend it to three hundred sixty five days, three hundred sixty five videos. Uh, but at day one hundred, I'm going to stop to sort of reevaluate and maybe update those uh, thumbnails and things like that, and just sort of refresh uh, what I've done. But I did make the conscious decision at the beginning to uh, not sort of tweak anything until I'd done the 100 videos. So that's what I'll do after 100. Uh, and then in terms of other sort of content creation, I'm just at the moment refreshing the uh, the course material that I did for my uh, one of my other companies. And then I'm creating a whole new course for related to the, the trading stuff. So I'm still working on, I'm still producing videos for those sort of in the background that's going to be released at some point. So those are the, uh, the, the main things from a content creation point of view. I also want to get into... Um, repurposing my content a bit more actually so i did um I, I set up a tiktok account after i watched dot rock talking about okay. tiktok with yeah. uh, somebody i forget who it was now um but anyway so i set up a tiktok account and i was gonna do a load of videos to that and I, in the first five days i put out 30 videos uh, but then i just fell flat on my face and stopped because <laughs> there was just some something happened the last two weeks that meant that i just didn't have the time and i thought well i'm not going to stop my youtube stuff to yeah. distract me to go on to the tiktok stuff but i do want to after day 100 get a bit more organized in terms of uh, repurposing content because I'm not really doing any of that. So get that going out to other platforms. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. T TikTok can be a distraction, right? Again, you, you can yeah. go in there with, with a focus of, again, creating micro content, but um, it's it's actually easier. Hmm, I shouldn't say that. It, it, it It's different than something like Instagram or something like um, Snapchat or whatever the other case, because you can actually directly upload from the desktop. So I, I have noticed yep. that has been a lot easier for, for, for me than creating something for, for Instagram and, and, and trying to make that look a certain way. So uh, yep. as, as again, trying to do all the things uh, with only 24 hours yep. a day. And you know, so... The other one was Jart, so Descript, obviously, you can do your, um, uh, you know, get your, uh, what's the word, <laughs> like edit them and get your captions and things like that out of Descript, but then also Jarvis, uh, which is the one yes. where you can create content. So we've talked a lot about that sort of in the past few weeks in the in this sort of community. And so I was looking at getting started with using those, but I just figured I'm actually going to not do anything with that for until after the, the 100 things finish, because uh, it is, there is too many things to go after them all. And yeah. that is, comes back to this perfectionism thing and like, make sure that you are not overwhelming yourself with, uh, you know, or not taking on too much. I don't want to use the word overwhelm, but it's, uh, yeah, not taking on too much and, and committing to doing too many things that is, is unrealistic. So, uh, that's the minimum viable, minimum viable product that is at the same time manageable. <laughs> there you go. Right. I mean, I'm a, I'm not even going to try to close it up with anything else. The minimal viable product there, Alec Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, he just gave us all kind of information. And again, like, like I told you, if you didn't come with your pen and paper and take <laughs> some notes, 
don't worry about it. I got you. I, I'll, I'll, I'll put all those links to some of the uh, products and, and services and automation tools in the description. So, so you can take advantage of those as well. Um, Alec, you're doing it, brother. Right. Um, oh, um thank you. I'm a fan. I just, I just want you to, to know that uh, the videos that you do, the, 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 even though you may not uh, see hundred uh, percent perfectness in, in the, the stuff <laughs> that you put out, I, I, I love the, the yellow and the, and the, what is that? The aqua or whatever. I, I love uh-huh. the, the consistency. I love the yep. message. I, I love the sense of humor. And I, and I love just the fact that you are doing it for the right reason, because you're looking for, a means of taking better care of yourself. Right. I, I really think that that's kind of, kind of a goal, right. That you're doing it to sure. realize that I've been, and I, and I say this positively, right. You, I've been so tightly well, sure, sure. so focused on doing things 100% right every single day because of the things that I've been involved in from a professional perspective that I, there was no margin of error. Right. Uh-huh. Now you're letting yourself breathe a little bit, come into your own and, Amazingly enough, and rightfully so, you're finding a community that supports you, a community that 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 agrees and and just uh, embraces you, and yeah. you're, you're you're really flourishing, man. So so kudos to you on that, oh, brother. Thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. What time has the sun come up yet? Uh, I, well, this is this is the thing about recording from a basement. Oh I can't my god! Quite tell, but it it will be ju- it will be coming up soon. It's six a.m. here, so yeah. All right, we're done. Go out there, enjoy the sun, enjoy your family, brother. Uh, I will talk to you oh, soon. You so Appreciate you, everyone, also for joining. Enjoy your day and take care of yourself. We out. Mm-hmm.